Yo, it's Julian Alabrano and a review of The Protégé, a new action film starring Maggie Q. Full disclaimer, I'm in love with Maggie Q. I'm not joking. I love her. I have wanted her to be a lead role in a film like this for so long she gets dressed. Uh, Margaret Dennis Quigley. Fascinating uh, origins. Born in Hawaii. Mum, Vietnamese. Father, Polish irish american i think she might have started making films in um hong kong at the start she was a model as well and this comes with some pedigree the director uh new zealand film and television director based in the uk did edge of darkness the tv series much better than the film version that came out but in the 80s edge of darkness was one of the best tv series it was amazing did the mask of zorro golden eye golden eye um, and Casino Royale. So he's got some pedigree. So this time around, we finally get Maggie Q in a starring role in a film. It's um, It starts with Samuel L. Jackson. He's got some good people in this film. Um, he is in Vietnam and he comes across... He's, obviously, he's, some, he's a hitman. He's a hitman. This is uh, very much in the... Um, Leon style of um, relationship. I'm sure you can imagine immediately what that is. He comes across this little girl that's in a room that's been a bloodbath. Everyone's been shot and killed and she's holding a gun. Her parents are, we later find, murdered. Um, and he takes her under his wing and trains her to become a super hit person. I don't know if they have hit women or are they gender diverse in their titling? I'm not sure that it comes up much. So we wind forward from her childhood to her adulthood where she owns a bookstore, but she's also a high-caliber hit woman. And uh, her and Samuel L. Jackson take on these impossible tasks to find people that can't be found, you know, mafia bosses and so on, and kill them. So it's, a, it's, a, it's almost halfway between the hitman's bodyguard and Leon, erring on the side of Leon, thank God. Uh, it's not. A, it is occasionally a funny film, but it isn't a flat-out comedy like The Hitman's Bodyguard. So um, they begin to have problems when um, they start looking into the disappearance of somebody 30 years before uh, and what happened to this person's son, someone that had been killed and um, everyone that seems to look into it winds up dead. Very early on, Samuel L. Jackson is brutally murdered in his home. So Margaret, uh, Margaret Q, Maggie Q, ends up on a revenge mission to get the people that did this, these very powerful people, and find out who this mysterious son is. Uh, she believes he is responsible for killing everyone involved. They attack her bookstore and shoot everything up. So she arrives in Vietnam and befriends, it's got some great people in this, uh, Michael Rooker. Is it Rooker or Rocker? Oh, sorry, it's not Michael Rocket. It's um, Robert Patrick, um, who is like the leader of a band of American Hells Angels, but also heavily involved in criminality in Vietnam. Robert Patrick was the T-2000 in Terminator 2. He's great, and he's great here as well. So he tries he tries to help her infiltrate this very, very high-powered evil business empire. We've been down this road an awful lot in these films, um, the revenge-style sort of payback thing where they try and get into the organisation and gradually work their way up the structure until they meet the final boss. 
Um, there is a really cool part where she meets the final boss early on, and um, the, she finds out that that isn't the final boss because the, the the people that work for the final boss pretty much get rid of him straight away, much to her shock. Where she goes through um, a period of torture and brutality. It's a simple plot and it's been done many times and we've seen these protégés of hitmen as well in other films, sort of Kill Bill style a little bit. And it's not a massive budget film, but I think this is a really underrated film. It's got a lot of things going for it. Front and centre, Maggie Q, hello, is really, really good and I really hope that this takes her off. She's in her 40s now, but she's never been given starring roles. She should have. She's wonderful. She looks fantastic. Um, the other major player in this film alongside um, Samuel Jackson is a terrific role for Michael Keaton, who has a very, very big co-starring role and a great character. He works for the opposition. There's um, a lot of problems in Hollywood with pairing younger women with older men. We've seen this with people like Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, and here is a really problematic one because Michael Keaton's nearly 70 Maggie Q's just turned 40 and they are posited as a, a romance, but not in the traditional sense. So how you feel about that, I was a bit, ooh, because um, the age difference is huge here. But I will say this, their personalities on screen are believably compatible. They're both super cool and, and a lot more sort of thoughtful about things than the lumberjack heads around them who are just killing everyone left, right and centre. So they form a very interesting central bond in the film that replaces a Samuel L. Jackson. Does she have daddy issues or something in this? Um, and they have a very good relationship which goes backwards and forwards. He works for the opposition, but he also really likes her and she likes him. And they're a lot more sort of um, open to each other. They don't want to do the dirty on each other. He continually tries to implore that she is heading down a very dangerous route now this does a lot of things right the action's really good the action's cool uh, maggie q handles it very well it's a bloodbath uh, and there's some cool violence some memorable violence and they put her through the ring around throughout this film but the number one thing this film does right is all of these films they run out of steam at the halfway point the build's usually great and then we're left with a rote ending which will take up a third of the film and we know exactly where every single piece will fall because we've seen it in a hundred other movies and they become quite tiresome to get through. This doesn't. This starts fresh and it remains fresh to the end. We're never quite sure where exactly the pieces will fall and it retains a freshness and an element of some surprise all the way through to the end. Um, I thought Maggie was brilliant she is much closer to almost like a Bruce Willis. She's, a, she's obviously a super assassin with Uma Thurman starlings uh, from the Kill Bill franchise, but she gets beaten to a pulp and shot and everything bad happened to her possible. She's certainly not a Steven Seagal invincible character. And I just really warmed to her and I really warmed to their relationship. It was great. There are some surprises along the way and it is a blast. I thought this was a, it's being underrated online by critics at the moment if you like this kind of film i think this is a very superior one he's got michael keaton in one of his best roles in recent memory one of the and he stepped outside of the serious dramatic films like he he's sort of been um, ever since birdman and spotlight he's kind of been away from this kind of 
comic book caper movie, aka Batman. But he's given a great role here, and he's he's front and center in the movie. And the fact that you pair that Samuel L. Jackson and Maggie Q is great. It is it's it's a perfect setup with great people. Doesn't overstay its welcome. It's it's fresh from start to finish. It's got some good scenes in um, Vietnam, which look fantastic. It looks the cinematography is good in it as well. So I'm going to give it a very solid seven and a half out of ten for the protege. If you like, if you're fans of this kind of thing, it is I found fresh, and I thought it was pretty exciting and interesting, and I like the characters and all of their sort of internal motivations, and I didn't quite know where it was going to land. So. 8 out of 10, sorry, 7.5 out of 10 for The Prodigy.